You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Hi, this is Jim Shooter, and you're listening to the Epic Marvel Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Epic Marvel Movie Podcast. I'm Steve Ferguson. Furthermore, I am Douglas Ferguson. So, Doug, we met, or rather, I should say, I mentioned last week that there was every possibility I'd get Andrew and Scarlett to come with us. Last after week, last month? Last one? Yeah, last time. Yeah, last time. Last time. That I'd get possibly Andrew and Scarlett to come with us after watching the movie and reading oh, the comic yeah, themselves. Yeah. So, you may have noticed they're not here. Um,. Are you sure they're not hiding somewhere? Oh, positive. Under well, ninety nine. You're right. Sure. Yeah, you know, Scarlett doesn't hide so well. She just, she just like jumps out and goes like, "Look, I, you found me." I'm like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> I, I wasn't looking. <laughs> yeah. So Andrew straight up was not interested. Really? Straight oh. up, he just he was not on board. He's, this like, is, he's like, you know, you know, Muppets. Those are for kids. This is a kid who sat and watched Dune with me <laughs> <laughs> at the computer. And for the record. Didn't like it very much, <laughs> but he sat through it. But he sat through it while okay, we're at the. That's computer. actually pretty impressive because yeah. some people don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. And uh, Scarlett was in and out. Like, like mm. she would come in sometimes mm. during when something interesting was happening on screen. But was this Dune or Muppets? <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, the sorry the Muppets. Yeah. Okay, uh, so we're talking about Muppets now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and you know the thing is too is that like I have the first season of the Muppet Show on DVD, and neither of them were particularly interested in it, even though oh, I was having oh. I was having a riot watching watching it. So hmm. they weren't they weren't interested in participating, and I was like, all right, I'm I'm not going to force you. But I nevertheless, though, it is interesting to me because uh, as much as uh, they really play on nostalgia these days, I, I like to think that a lot of the stuff was geared towards kids, like very much so. You know what I mean? Well, you know, I I wonder because I I feel like when I watched the Muppet Show when I was younger, I'm I feel like I didn't really get the humor. Yeah, like. I, I kind of felt like I should like it because mom liked it so much. Yeah. And so I'm like, yeah, I'll watch this. But then I didn't really get it. But, but No, that's fair. So I, f- I feel like the Muppets, like, okay, obviously there's there's Sesame Street. Yeah. Which everybody watches as a kid and it's great for young kids. Speaking of which, uh, yeah. spoiler alert at the end, when the Sesame Street Muppets are all in, mm-hmm. the, the the wedding scene, um, that's the only part Andrew walked by and chimed and he's just like, what are they doing there? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, there's other well, they're Muppets. Yeah, so, no, they, they they make cameos. They, that yeah, happens. It, it's gotta happen. Um and then I, I guess I feel like maybe maybe the Muppets are it's kinda like family entertainment but for adults. Yeah. Although, you know, okay, that's not entirely true because the Muppet show I didn't really get, but we were totally into Muppet Christmas Carol as kids. Yes. So and I was I was pretty young. Mm-hmm. So I wanna say well it came out when I was Six or seven. That sounds right. Yeah. Uh, I we I don't think we saw it in theaters, so maybe I was like eight or so when we finally got on a home video. Yeah, that was something I had mentioned last time as well. I've never seen a Muppet movie in theaters. Never, never, never. I have. I think I saw Muppet in, Muppets in Space in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
well, I guess the next one wasn't until way down the road with which is the Muppets, the 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 relaunch. Didn't they have like a, a there was there was some special I think that that you watched which like everyone was saying was it's the Muppet take on It's a Wonderful Life, but that in truth was only like a small part of its of its plot. Uh, well, the uh. Was it Muppet Family Christmas or something like that? Or something? Yeah. No, there was a... Or it's a very Muppet Christmas. I think it was a Christmas special. Yeah. Um, but those were made for TV. Yeah. The next theatrically released Muppet movie was the one from 2011, which I can't believe was in 2011. Oh, my. Um, and uh, which was great. And then I saw Muppets Most Wanted in Space. No. <laughs> Muppets Most Wanted I, I, in Space. I finally watched it. <laughs> but I watched it from outer space. It was <laughs> the biggest screen you'd ever seen. Um, no, I, I finally... I watched uh, Muppet Most Wanted as well in theaters and mm. was uh, actually not thrilled about that one. But I, you yeah. know what, Tina Fey in a Russian accent, I and was it, hooked. It wasn't a lost cause, no. but it was it was um, disappointing comparatively to that. But yet, movie. the one with the the evil Kermit confronting Kermit in the alley with the hood has become like the most popular Muppet meme in history. I'm pretty sure. I see that meme oh, all the time. Uh, I haven't seen it in a while, but it was it was all over the place over for the place, for a while there. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, yeah, of course, naturally, you're like, I identify with that. But mm-hmm. anyways, uh, let's... Uh, going ba- back a bit, um, the Muppet movie, I think... The first one, I think I saw as a little kid. Don't remember a thing about it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, The Great Muppet Caper, I used to catch half of that one on TV yeah, totally. all the time. Totally. All, I, I swear, because, like, I still remember the, the like how, how it ends. Because I would always catch the last half. Now, with this one that we're talking about today, Muppets Take Manhattan, I, I'm watching and I'm like, none of this rings a bell. No, no, no. no not for me either. And, and not even for mom. So, mm-hmm. she, she, like, because, yeah, uh, we watch the Muppets because mom loved the Muppets. Yeah. Um, so, just somehow this one just escaped us entirely. And I thought for sure I had just plain out never seen it until the very end when I realized, oh, yes, I have seen that and I hate it. That's right. Um, we'll get more into my thoughts on that um, as, as we talk talk a bit about I, I that. I might but. know what you're talking about, <laughs> but maybe not. I don't know. Let's, uh, uh, let's dive a little deeper. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, this is Muppets Take Manhattan. Uh, and uh, Actually, it's um, the, the Muppets Take Manhattan. The Muppets Take Manhattan. And that was, what, 84? 1984. Yeah, 1984. Yeah. July 13th, 1984 mm-hmm. is the U.S. release. It Today, was... I actually opened MDB and have Ooh. it ready uh, and it's desktop IMDb, so it's a little more uh, easy to navigate than the mobile version. Bless you, sir. Bless you. I am. A, I know. I'm a gentleman and a scholar. <laughs> and, uh, and truthfully, Muppet Babies premiered just a couple months. I want to say early October, a couple months after the film, based on. Apparently, it was based on um, how the little scene in this film where where Piggy's imagining if she knew him when when they were babies. It's apparently based on that scene, but I I question that. I think it was more from a creative side that the creators of the film liked that idea and want to play with it a little bit more, as opposed to audience reception. Because I don't think they would have really gotten that data in time to start production of the series. Okay, I gotta say, yeah. When I saw the Muppet Babies on the screen, yeah, I was like, "What?" Like I just like, <laughs> I, like suddenly this 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 gap, like so, something just came to like make a lot of more sense. I'm like, "This is the start of the Muppet Babies," because I remember the Muppet Babies yep. 
very vaguely from when I was a kid. Yeah. My favorite my thing is I we would always catch the the very tail end of it, usually the end credits. Yeah. And I was like and it was made by Marvel. Yeah, because that's right. Yeah, the Spider-Man, the Spider-Man would come yeah. down. I'm like, oh, awesome! I wish there was more Spider-Man. Yeah, why isn't, Spi- <laughs> why why isn't Spider-Man like? Does he talk to the Muppets? Like, like yeah, what's where's the on? connection? What's the? Co- I, I don't, don't understand. Well, why is Spider-Man there? <laughs> uh, but I wanted to watch Spider-Man, especially but... the way he was colored. No, he was, yeah, it was cool. silver yeah, sheen, it was and the awesome. way he just came down and looked. Um, but still, awesome. but it blew. Honestly, I, my mind exploded when I saw the Muppet Babies. I'm like. Holy crap! Actually, this filled in this movie filled in a lot of gaps for mm-hmm. me. Like, like I I didn't I didn't know where Rizzo the Rat debuted. It must be here. No, actually, I thought it was, but he didn't. He did debut on the uh, he did debut a little earlier on the Muppet Show. Did he? Yeah, but you you wouldn't know that. Well, because this film because he's basically introduced. Yeah, and so I was like, this must be where he was. I even have a note that says Rizzo. Uh, and but no, I looked into it and no, he had, he was on the Muppet Show earlier. But I mean, in my head, it made sense because um, I always wondered why he had a New York accent. <laughs> and and now I'm like, oh, because he was introduced in Muppets Take Manhattan. But now I don't know what to believe. Okay. <laughs> they saw an opening and they're just like shove him in. Unless, or maybe he was unless, just a rat that yeah. they had in. And then it wasn't until like this that they're like, no, this is Rizzo the rat, and now he's like a full fledged character. Yeah, it's possible. And he became like a big deal, he like was. from the '90s forward. He was like Gonzo's secondhand man. I don't know how he got that position, but yeah, um, like you know, you could be entirely right, or maybe he didn't have the New York accent before. Again, truthfully, I only have the first season of The Muppet Show on DVD, so yes, I'll, oh yeah, yeah. yeah I, I guess I think I, I would think, like to pick up more because yeah, it's it's great stuff. It's not yeah. that long. It's like nah. three seasons, so it's like if you have it, like you have it, yeah. and then and then you're all good. Like and it's it's like. Every now and then, just pull it out and watch it. It's like it's good. It's good and entertainment. You can have the kids around if they want to watch it. Apparently, they might not. Mm, um, yeah. But yeah, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, so this film was directed by Frank Oz, uh, who is a very accomplished director now oh, in yeah. his own right. Oh, yeah. And uh, and please never leave us, Frank. Uh, <laughs> no, we need you. The yeah, world needs the you. Need. Why don't you walk us through the plot? Uh, honestly, like it's pretty lightweight material. It is. It's very lightweight. Um, they the, the Muppets just graduate from college. I guess a theater school. Um, they put on their own Broadway show. Well, no, no, sorry. They just put on their own musical, and then everyone loves it so much. They're like, "Hey, maybe we should take it to Broadway." And Kermit's mm-hmm. like, eh, "I don't know if we should take it to Broadway." And um, and then they's like, they're like, "Well, let's do it anyway." And he's like, "Okay, <laughs> well, let's go, everybody." Um, <laughs> then they go to New York, and then they just basically they try and make it. You know, they, they do the whole like starving artist thing. You know, mm-hmm. they uh, they take um, residence in uh, some lockers and. Um, it's funny, sorry, because uh, Jessica was watching that scene and she's like, these days, those are called pod hotels. Pod like, hotels? <laughs> well, yeah, no. Apparently. This is where people keep their, their no, stash? Uh, no, no. Be- <laughs> <laughs> no, because le- legitimately there's there's a market for hotels that are basically, uh, you're, it's not even a room. It's like a little bed that you rent and you crawl into oh, because, okay. because it's affordable. Oh, I see. So I see. it's, I mean, it's a, it's a joke in here, but it's really not far removed. From okay, so it's basically, you know, what it reminds me of is that Futurama episode, <laughs> like the really early Futurama. Yeah. Um, where the, the <laughs> Fry's taking up residence with Bender, and it's just, <laughs> it's a, just the closet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and why do you want him going there? It's, <laughs> it's a closet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that, uh, man, that's still one of my favorite gags. It's just like at the end, it reveals. Oh, he's got tons of. Space. Anyways, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, do it. Um, um, 
you know, they try a bunch of different producers. One guy tries to rip them off, um, uh, but Beverly Crusher's there. Right? <laughs> yeah. I said I said to Andrew, I said, look who it is. He's like, Dr. Crusher? <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, like, that's basically I, the most I got out of it. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, like, yeah, I guess, I guess I was hoping you'd be more excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> he just, he just was flat out not interested. Uh, yeah, it could be, honestly, he's 13. He could be going on 14 in a couple months. It could honestly be that easy. And, you know, he's, He's too cool for the Muppets. And I could honestly <laughs> Don't do worry. It'll fade. Actually, I'm impressed that he's as vocal about his fandom of Star Trek as he is at yeah, his age. Yeah. Um, but maybe it's because it's it's actually cooler to watch Star Trek now than it used than to it was, be when it was yeah. when we were teenagers. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I kept that hush-hush. Yeah. I even kind of told myself I wasn't a Star Trek fan. I'm like, I'm not super into that. No way. <laughs> but, like, eventually you got to be real with yourself. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, being nerdy is a lot cooler than it used to be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, while we're on but, the subject of Star Trek, I'm sorry. Julie Donald, the gal who plays Jenny, the girl next door, she had a lot of Trek appearances, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. she was in TNG. Uh, do you remember the episode, uh, I think it was called Matter of Perspective, the one where Riker beams off the station just before it explodes and they recreate it based on people's different accounts on the holodeck? Uh, it rings a bell. Um, I'm just starting to go through TNG again now, so I'll That's come true. across it. Uh, she played the lab assistant there. She was a bit role in DS9, and she was in Star Trek Borg, which I think is the uh, was the part of the Vegas show. I think Vegas show. I th- I, yeah, they had the you know the Star Trek Vegas uh, at Vegas the Star Trek experience, and uh, well, anyways, um, yeah, and uh, so she had curiously all Star Trek connections. Curiously, maybe maybe she she's like. I worked with Gates McFadden. Yeah, I'm in. We didn't have a scene together. I'm in there. But we're in the same movie. Yeah. Okay, sorry, I keep on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was um, a few years before Star Trek Next TNG. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, yeah, some guy tries to rip them off. He's, he's like 300 bucks each, and then they'll get your pr- play produced. But no, he's, a, he's just a con man. Um, and... Then, uh, yeah, they just try a bunch of different producers. It's all nose, you know. It's a classic story of, mm-hmm. of people being turned down over and over again. And then there's a bit of a spat between them, and all the Muppets are like, well, you know, maybe we're relying too much on Kermit. Um, we should probably just go our separate ways and get, and get you know, get Joe jobs. Mm-hmm. Let's go get our Joe jobs. Yeah. And then leave Kermit in New York. Um, Kermit befriends a waitress and uh, works for... Um, her dad, who uh, cryptically says very Italiano things, and um, and then uh, Miss Piggy's stalking him. Yeah, yeah, yeah for and, uh, a word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Um, I mean, I guess that's kind of that's pretty much it. Pretty much it yeah. Oh, but then we forgot he manages to secure the deal and gets hit by a car. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, you see, that's the funny thing because it's such lightweight material. Yeah. Once they had sort of. A um a solution to the problem of the movie. Yeah, they had to introduce a new problem <laughs> because they're like, well, wait, it's just going to wrap up too easily. No, you're right because they they basically solved the issue of his relationship with Miss Piggy, mm-hmm. and they solved the I got to find a producer, mm-hmm. and they're like, well, we need a little more time. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so amnesia, amnesia, yeah, yeah, amnesia. yeah, yeah. And they really hammered home the amnesia thing. They said it like Big three time. times. Um, they're like, well, how's my favorite amnesia patient today? <laughs> you know, it would be hilarious if that, like, he had that uh, a- anterior retrograde amnesia, and he started collecting facts about his life and tattooing them on his body. That would have been quite, <laughs> quite a twist. <laughs> like, he's like, well, this one says I used to be a tadpole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for John G. 
<laughs> Why do I have a pat- tattoo of a pig on my back? <laughs> uh, and then and then just like have the movie out of sequence. <laughs> yeah, and just we, why not? We got a piece together. And what this movie? Wouldn't about. that blow your mind? Is if we watch the 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 Muppets Take Manhattan? Yeah, and we realize that in, at um, Memento was extremely derivative of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, what? <laughs> Muppets take memento, basically. Muppets take memento. Muppets yeah. take memento. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, the last thing I remember was when I was a little baby. <laughs> With Miss Piggy around. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I guess that's out of, uh, that's, that's the film in a nutshell. Um, yeah, totally. So I got some notes okay. on this film. Yeah. Uh, watching it with fresh eyes. Mm-hmm. First off, I hate Miss Piggy. <laughs> um she's good for some laughs i like yes i like that uh the construction workers were hitting on her yeah and she like scared them and they're like oh sorry oh yeah yeah no she that has good she has good parts but mm-hmm. the character as a whole i don't like the you are totally right oh, mostly because she's a terrible person mm-hmm. um <laughs> the you're totally right this is really a really really lightweight plot and as such, I find that the strength of the movie is when there's like little side sketches happening, mm. like case in point, Miss Piggy at the cosmetics counter with Joan Rivers, uh, and you know they're they're applying the makeup and stuff, and it looks like while well, while shooting, it looks like they were all having a lot of fun and they were just having doing a little sketch. Anytime there was something like that happening, I thought that was the strength of the movie, you know, because you take the sort of this ludicrous thing and. Uh, and you, you amp it up a little bit, and you give it a budget, and you put in a celebrity, and it's funny. Or when uh, when Kermit goes in dressed as the the, the, the uh, stereotypical '70s producer, mm-hmm. and it's John Landis behind a desk, uh, and <laughs> uh, and then he he's he's pitching he's pitching the play, or pretending to be a big shot, you know, uh, and that stuff that stuff's great, but. Uh, you know the plot as a whole is 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 very pedestrian, uh, which isn't bad per se. I don't mind a, a pedestrian plot, but but I mean you hit the nail on the head earlier is that it just it, there wasn't enough momentum to support a feature, so they they kind of had to throw throw in problems, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Gonzo. Uh, first off, one hands down one of my favorite Muppets. When he's giving mouth to mouth to the chicken. <laughs> and then he says, I think we're engaged now. <laughs> oh, God. I I love that stuff. Oh, man. Uh, I, I tell you, like, um, honestly, like, I think this movie would be a wash if it weren't for all the personality of the Muppets. Yes, 100%. Like, like they, they really, the characters make the movie. Yeah. Um, it reminds yeah. me of was a Muppets Christmas Carol when Gonzo's the narrator sees those chickens walk by and then he checks them out and he goes whoa whoa <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, dudes oh my god just just stuff like that that is it's just so priceless oh, yeah. um like just weird character traits um one of my favorite moments as well was just like I smell something and then they all turn to Ralph and he's like <laughs> why does always, everyone always blame the dog <laughs> it's like, absolutely it's like just I was just like oh man just just perfect moments like that. Yeah, the uh, the fish attack in uh, in the theater, uh, great scene. I I love that whole that whole scene there. Um, also, hands down, we we have to con- congratulate the puppetry or muppetry. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just phenomenal. They even they really make use of the budget. They go as far as using those perspective tricks, like when 
Piggy is uh, on skates, oh my chasing God. down the mother. That was so funny. Yeah, like I, I just, it just didn't. I've just never expected to ever see that put to celluloid. Was yeah, the, the image of like uh, uh, not just Miss Piggy, but with like the angriest eyebrows you've ever seen, chasing down a, a purse thief. Yeah, purse and the, snatcher. in the in the background during the chase, they keep her just out of focus enough so that you you can't tell that it's basically someone in a suit. Um, mm-hmm. and it's it's so clever and it's so well done I, I mean that stuff is fantastic um, the soundtrack to this movie though is half awesome and half boring <laughs> it's, not everything works but yeah, yeah. yeah some, of it's, some of it's good though and so my two uh, major complaints I mean I was kind of iffy on the fact that they resolved um, Kermit's amnesia thing with just A serendipitously he just appears at the restaurant and B Piggy hits him until he remembers. Um, okay, okay. I'm I'm gonna let that one go. But my two biggest problems are um, the movie is I know I know I know, but the movie is extraordinarily dated, um, mm. and the ending, the part that even even little five year old Steven couldn't get get his brain around. I hate the ending. <laughs> I hate mm. the ending of the movie. Uh, just we we go from a stage production, which by the way that that someone's getting married song. That's great. I, I'm mm-hmm. totally on board with that. I think it's great. But then all of a sudden the audience is gone and they're in a chapel with a real priest. And, and not to mention, it seems like Kermit's being forced to marry her. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it, she's she's kind of like, she's she set this thing up so that he's being suddenly taken unawares. He's like, I thought we were pretending. And she's like, Mwah. Yeah, I thought we were pretending on stage on yeah. Broadway. Yeah. And, and, it's, and so something about that, maybe this is just me, you know, like nowadays we're so so much more socially conscious about, you know, consent. (laughs) But it just, it just like, you just, this is not the kind of things you want to spring on people. I know it's it's supposed to be kind of fun and cute and everything, but I just feel like it's, he was uncomfortable doing it. Well, yeah. If if it was an idea that they both, that they were both in on, um, and that they were kind of springing it on the rest of the cast, I'd be better with it. And I almost feel ridiculous, like criticizing the freaking like Muppet, one of the Muppet movies about, you know, like, but, but at the same time, it's sort of like, eh, you know, it's, it is, it's a little, it's weird, isn't it? Like, it's just, it's just uncomfortable. Yeah. And, and now, and even, okay. Putting that aside as well, the movie, the whole premise of the movie wasn't about, Piggy and Kermit's relationship, although it was a subplot, the drive of the movie was making it on Broadway. That mm. was the whole drive. That's sum it up in one sentence. It was the Muppets want to make it on Broadway. They want to take Manhattan, and then you know they they have a producer behind them and they sell out their first show or and they start the stage production and then ask ah, it. Forget it. Uh, I wanted as as an audience member, I. Uh, as a kid, I didn't like the the marriage thing. As uh, an adult audience member, I wanted I wanted resolution to that, and it doesn't have to be extravagant. It could be something like well, they almost they almost had proper resolution. Then they then they just dropped it. Yeah, they dropped it. Yeah. It could have been something like like um, I I don't remember the name of uh, the uh, Ronnie's the young one and the older one the, his his dad. Um, I almost got it. Um, Bernard. Yeah, yeah. Where if they're where they're like this show's doing really well, and oh hey, pre-sales are in. We're sold out for the next week, and it's just like, and Ronnie, you know, this was a fantastic idea. You got to work with the Muppets and start now, and let's get another show idea on something that validates the point of the movie, or even you know? even if you want to make it even more simple, mm. standing ovation. 
Yeah. Like, just give like just have them take a bow and there's a standing ovation from the audience. And then you can cut there. I mean, I don't really need much resolution beyond that because the drive of the movie wasn't let's become rich and famous. The drive of the movie is we want to make it on Broadway. Uh, and and that's it's dropped. Um, and so that that left me feeling very unsatisfied. Um, as just as an audience member. Now, um, okay, but tell me, Doug, overall, your overall impression of the movie. Do you, is, is it favorable? Uh, how do you feel about the movie? It's, um, it's cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you know, I, I, I kind of feel similarly. Um, it's not, it's not the best Muppets movie. Um, I, I, I remember liking uh, the Muppet movie a lot more. Um, and I, I, I've definitely got, got a very s- strong nostalgic and, and also I feel like justifiably I get a lot of enjoyment too out of the, the nineties Muppet movies. Um, yeah, this one is sort of, it's sort of beauty or Muppets. It feels like they just needed to give the script a, a little more substance. Mm-hmm. just another couple, another couple drafts. Um, it's got some very funny parts. Yeah. It's got some very funny parts, but, um, but it's not an amazing flick. Um, and I, I don't know if this was supposed to like finish off a trilogy or if this um, kind of underperformed and thus that's what kind of stopped the Muppet movies from happening. Um, but I do wonder. I don't know. Uh, but it, it was interesting because it did feel like I was finally seeing a significant piece of Muppet history yeah, that filled sure. in a few gaps between what I knew of the Muppet show and those uh, the, the previous Muppet movies and the stuff that was big in the 90s, like the with, you know, Muppets Tonight and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Like it did, it did feel like a bit of a like there was a little more context given. So I do appreciate that I watched it. Um, but it's not one that I'd put on uh, for like, you know, it's like, oh, you guys got to see this. Like, yeah, you see, I would I would buy Muppets Treasure Island. Uh, actually, I think I have. Uh, I would buy Muppets Christmas Carol. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd buy um, the Muppets. And uh, possibly even because I've got a soft spot for it, Muppets Most Wanted. Uh, I would need to watch. Maybe the... I maybe I just need to give Muppet Most Wanted another one. Well, I, again, I, I, I actually still haven't seen the Muppets. I still haven't seen it. What? what? Yeah, no, it's, it's it's crazy. I know. Oh, it's crazy. But you saw you saw Muppets Most Wanted. You didn't see the Muppets. That is correct. Yes, and I realized that one leads directly into the other. <laughs> uh, and so I would need to see the first Muppet movie and uh, the Great Muppet Caper again. I just remember as a kid, I really liked Great Muppet Caper. Uh, I mean, what little I, I uh, watched of it. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I, f- I feel like, I almost feel like 90s was the time of the Muppets, which sounds, I know it sounds sacrilegious, folks. We'll say, well, let's say 70s and 90s were the times of the Muppets then, I guess. I don't know. Hmm. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, because uh, I, I don't know what they were doing in the the whole 2000s. I think there was a few, like, made-for-TV films and stuff like that, but. Yeah. Uh, it was, it, that was sort of like, those were the dog times. You know? <laughs> um. Yeah, you know, honestly, uh, you know, just like any long-going series, you mm-hmm. know, you could say the same thing about um, James Bond, you sure. know, stuff like that, sure. is that, you know, the the quality depends on whose hands it's in. Mm. Um, and, and, you know, not, not no disrespect to Frank Oz. Obviously, he loves the Muppets, and he's uh, he's got a good um, eye for comedic stuff. He's um, an integral part of it, yeah. He's... Um, sometimes the ideas aren't there, and, and, uh, and any series has its highs and lows. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the Muppets Take Manhattan is not is again it's not it's not a write off. I've seen, no. you know, there's there's worse movies. But. I did. I actually I saw Muppets from Space once, 
and didn't really like it very much, uh, except for that line um, where I can't uh, Pepe, Pepe, uh, yeah Pepe, where the, the 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 spaceship comes down and it's an egg, and they're all like an egg. <laughs> oh yeah, and he's, and hey, it could be full of chocolate, okay? And I was like, that's the best line in the whole. It movie. was a great. That's I, I that's, that had me in stitches. Yeah, that's good. Um, I need more of that because and and you know what. It wasn't full of chocolate, which is a little disappointing. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> That's my thought process. <laughs> what if it is full of chocolate? You know I what? I don't though? care. It's been um, irradiated. I need to watch Muppets from Space again. Sure. Um, but I liked it when I saw it. Mm. But then again, that was 1999, and um, so I was a young teen, mm. and so like, what? What did I know? I don't know. <laughs> you, were an- you were Andrew's age. You know what? Though looking back. I don't know. I, I I think it was fun. I think I had fun. With I need it. I need to watch it again as well. Yeah. Honestly, actually, yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna complete my trilogy for Muppets movies for Allie Hasn't my uh, my web series because we've we did Muppets Christmas Carol. We've done yeah. Muppet Treasure Island, and so uh, it only makes sense to do Muppet uh, Muppets from Space. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, let's talk about the comic where it's uh, Marvel Super Special number thirty two. It was adapted by Stan K with art by Dean Eagle and Jacqueline Rutcher. Rutcher. That's how you say. I'm assuming. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? You know what? I'm gonna go with what you said. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, my in- initial impression immediately very cartoony. Oh, very, very, very. very. Yeah. Uh, I noted that um, Dr. Crusher has been replaced by Betty Rubble in <laughs> <laughs> for that single panel. Uh, yeah, right. they, did, they didn't even bother to try to capture the likeness of yeah. anybody. Maybe a little bit um, that uh, first producer, but very, like, in that they, like, gave him a mustache. You know, that was <laughs> yeah. very rudimentary. <laughs> Betty Rubble. And see, now that you've said it, I can't unsee it. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. honestly though, um, I found this comic was a little more clever. This is this sounds totally weird, but I found it out to be a little more clever than the film. Um, mm-hmm. I like the fact that they include the song lyrics in the comic as well, uh, just to get just to get through the the feeling that that like these are the Muppets singing is definitely part of what they do. It's a yeah. music thing, but we can't spend like six pages per song or whatever. So we're just gonna kind of. We're going to kind of truncate it, but get the idea get the idea across. Um, there was a moment that I was genuinely surprised about where Kermit, uh, and this is early in the comic, was thinking out loud about something, and his head was down, and he was walking towards traffic, and then he turned around and started going the opposite direction. I was just like, holy cow, they, they pulled off uh, like a direct foreshadowing in here that I didn't see in the movie. I was, I was shocked. I was like, wow. Um, oh, I never – actually, I didn't even uh... – that didn't occur to me. Yeah, yeah, take a look. Uh, I was disappointed that when Miss Piggy gets robbed, um, or mugged, purse snatched, there was no hacksaw in her purse this time. Mm, that was yeah, too bad. That's a shame. The hacksaw was a good was a good touch. And you know, they they really they didn't do that dialogue that I really loved. Um, when that guy comes to get his rollerblades back. Yeah. And he, and and oh, man, uh, that was that was a funny scene from yeah, the movie. Well, you know, they just those little sketches. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's basically where he, he's and she he's like, what she was giving him huggies, and he's like, Kermit huggies, <laughs> <laughs> and and like that stuff like. I really enjoyed that little conversation, mm. and it was just cut out entirely from the comic. Yeah. And you know, I, I mean, I guess I get it. You know, you got a limited amount of space, and it, and it honestly, like, 
didn't contribute that much to the story, mm-hmm. but but it was funny and uh, and maybe you know maybe it wouldn't work. Come to think of it, in the comic because you don't have the delivery that that guy had, and he yeah. was like he was like that. I don't know if he's a known comedian from the time or if he's just some guy who was cast for that one scene. <laughs> sure, um, but but his delivery really did make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like so maybe that maybe they wouldn't be able to capture. It. Actually, you know, honestly, there's a lot of things that are tough to capture in a comic. Sure. Yeah. I don't uh, know. I guess I'll let you finish up your thoughts. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, uh, Ronnie is way younger. He's he's He looks like a, just like a, oh, a yeah. teenage gopher. He looks like he's um, right out of Archie Comics. Yeah, yeah, very yeah, much so, yeah. actually, which I think services the story well because it kind of puts him on even footing with, with Jenny because you kind of get the impression in the film that they're, they're supposed to be like the two human companions, mm-hmm. uh, but they just didn't... There was... They didn't really seem to click on... I'll say there's no chemistry, but not like romantic chemistry. Yeah. There was no, there's no like friendly chemistry even between the two actors they, in the they, film. Actually, they hardly interacted. Yeah, but you so. know, you kind of, you kind of want to feel like, like they're all friends. That's the thing is, you mm-hmm, want to feel like they're mm-hmm. all friends, they're all in it together, and they were just kind of like two people in the same spot. But I think they intentionally made Ronnie a, uh, a little younger in the comic, um, just to kind of level it a little more, which, which worked for me. Um, the restaurant owner, I did like him. I liked how expressive he was in the comic because it, and it matched the movie quite a bit. Um, what's his name? Uh, Jenny's dad. Yeah, yeah Jenny's dad. Yeah. I want. I just. I just want to call him Mario. You know? <laughs> I just. I just want to call him Mario. There was actually a line I, I really. Um, it took me a little bit by surprise, and it kind of looks like it's in Son, but. Uh, um, who? What's the name of the the chick in uh, uh, Doctor Teeth and Electric Mayhem? Do you remember her name? Oh, um, uh, well. Anyways, uh, she she the, all the Muppets have come back together yeah. uh, to be reunited at the end, and they're in, and she's in silhouette, and they're in the diner, and she says, uh, and I told him I don't take my clothes off for anyone, even if it is artistic. Like we just walked into this conversation <laughs> halfway through, uh, and I was just like, whoa, <laughs> what's a what happened here? <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, that's kind of hilarious. <laughs> uh, so on the whole, uh, the ending I felt was a little better. Uh, this time, Ronnie and Bernard are, are are at least affirming the success of that that particular show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Still not entirely happy with with the ending, but at least there's a little more resolution resolution to it. Uh, yeah, what are your thoughts? Tell me your thoughts. Well, you know. There's, uh, there's, it's difficult, you know, it's difficult because, um, there's almost a little bit of folly in adapting the Muppets into comic book form because so so much of what makes, so much of what makes the Muppets fun is that, um, it's clever to see how they make it work on screen. Mm -hmm. Um, like for example, we were saying with Miss Piggy on Rollerblades, keeping her in the background and how charming that was because you kind of know what they did. Yeah. But you just it's just fun to see. And, you know, when you see them, like, riding bikes and just, like, there's... You just... You kind of marvel at the puppetry and how, and the uh, ingenuity mm. of making the Muppets come to life. Where these are just drawings. Yeah. And so it's, it's like... You're kind of, it's, it's almost like a setup for failure to some degree. <laughs> um, that being said, I think they did an okay job. I, I, I'm... Yeah, they just went full cartoon, which I think is a, a fine choice. You know, the, uh, it works well with the whole the whole vibe of the the thing. Um, 
I think, gen- yeah, generally, uh, yeah, it seemed like they, they went through a few different motions, but m- but mostly it was the same. It was the same story. Um, it wasn't like a, you know, panel for panel for per, like, it, it was, it, it took a few liberties here and there, but, uh, or, and, you know, they made some cuts, but all in all, yeah, I thought it was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, a little, a little more condensed, which is, you know, par for the course with sure. these adaptations. Um, <clears throat> and, um... It's interesting because Rizzo's likeness is not captured very well. Yeah, that's strange, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, which again kind of made me think that uh, it sort of reaffirmed something that apparently is not the case. Um, <laughs> that that this was his debut, and so Rizzo's iconic visual look wasn't it wasn't as iconic at this time. So they felt that they could just sort of like, oh, let's just draw a rat who looked a little bit, yeah, yeah, it looks a little bit muppety. Yeah, his first appearance was in the Muppet Show episode four eighteen uh, in nineteen eighty. So he'd been kicking around for a few years hmm. prior. Yeah, interesting, interesting. Um, but I even wonder if they they really fleshed fleshed him out in the Muppet Show. I, again, I need to I need to watch it. Uh, finish watching. He could have been just this know. little little side character, sure. You know, well, just a rat. Um. Yeah, um, there's a few things that I kind of uh, I kind of missed. Is that um, yeah, you know, Miss Piggy uh, <laughs> when she's stalking Kermit, they they tried to really play it up for a little bit. Like every panel, they would have a silhouetted form. Where and it, and it, it, there was they're trying to like have a bit of mystery to that. Sure. Where in the movie, they didn't really try to have any mystery. It was pretty apparent that it was Miss Piggy. Miss Pizzy, yeah. Miss Piggy following him around. It was very, it was very obvious to me, um, like from from the moment it happened. We're here. I mean, here I knew because I just watched the movie. But if I was just reading the comic, I wouldn't have known. So they were, they were trying to kind of like make that a little bit of a mystery until they, but then they didn't really go through all the way with that because then suddenly you just sort of see that it's Miss Piggy and it's not. There's no mystery anymore at all. <laughs> there was no reveal. It was just sort of like <laughs> mystery and then not mystery. <laughs> so that was a strange kind of motion to go through. Um, did you notice that they added a little bit more of the Stadler and Waldorf? The, they did, actually, yeah. Yeah, there was actually more in the comic than there was in the movie. Very strange. Um, which is fine because, you know, honestly, the more the merrier with those guys. Yeah, so, right. yeah I'm, I'm, st- I'm stoked for that. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I guess uh, I think, to be honest, this this plot line works better in the comic than it does in the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, just because because of format, basically, right? So you can have things in a comic where you know uh, things die down and then an- another thing picks up. Where in a movie, it's it's a little it's a little frustrating because you're like, it's true, What's this movie yeah, end? yeah. Movies are supposed to have a certain rhythm and momentum exactly. and uh and comics because and also you can kind of tell that it's split up in the comics for like either th- three issues but they just put it as three acts so maybe it isn't maybe it isn't three issues but it's just i don't no, know I, th- I thought it was i thought it was chapter three okay maybe it is yeah. three issues yeah so because of that um it doesn't lose the mom- the momentum is just it's just different yeah like exactly uh so yeah i think you're i think you're right about that actually yeah yeah I was just uh, taking a quick peek at what else the Muppets been up to lately. Apparently, a couple of years ago, 2015, there was a sort of a an office style sitcom called yes. The Muppets. 
Did yes. not last long? It was not well received. I don't know much about it. I never watched it, but it was... Um, yeah, I don't know. I just I just didn't hear much much positive about it. I'm 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 intensely curious. Uh, there's apparently a Muppet Babies reboot uh, that's currently. Going oh really? On. I did not know that. Yeah. Oh. Uh, two seasons, so it's already lasted longer than the Muppets. Hmm. And then and then you know just as as an aside, I took a look and the original Muppet Babies ran for like seven years. Well, if it started in 1984, I guess that makes sense because um, well, I wasn't born in 1984, mm, but I do remember it. In my very young years. Yeah, yeah. And so it must have been going for a while. Yeah. I remember they used to do such creative things. Like there was this the Star Wars crossover thing where they'd actually include m- footage from the movie. And like they, they used to do they used to do some very, very creative things. I guess they had mm-hmm. the liberty to do that. But I'm 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 just like I'm genuinely surprised that you know it had the momentum for seven years, you know? Yeah, I don't know, <laughs> man. I uh I I honestly my best, or not best, but my clearest memory of the Muppet Babies is um, from the uh, uh, cartoon All-Stars uh, to the Rescue. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah, because right. they made a guest appearance in that one. And we had that recorded so we could watch it whenever. So yeah, there we go. Yeah. Actually, we're going to do that soon for Ali Hasn't. Nice. That's going to be a lot of fun. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Interestingly enough, sorry, Muppet Babies, Howie Mandel was a... Uh, a VA during seasons one to two and then replaced by Dave Coulier. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. For which character did it say? Um, he's probably Howie Mandel right? was Baby Skeeter. Yes. Uh, baby Animal and Baby Bunsen. Uh, and then Dave Coulier was the same but a few others as well. Uncle Statler and Waldorf he played. Uh, and, <laughs> and in episode 91 he played himself. Interesting. Well, maybe well, you, they used to work in live action footage. Remember, you just said, oh yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. So absolutely. maybe that's how they. <sighs> well, uh, I guess it would possibly be during it would be during Full House days. So who knows? Well, again, you, was there a Full House Muppet Babies crossover? Was that a thing? I don't know. I don't know. You I know, know what's always disappointing to me? What's that? There is no official DVD or anything release of Muppets Tonight. Yes, I did know that. I because been, I would love to scoop it up. I yeah. would hey, Disney if you're listening. Look, I know you're crazy with power. <laughs> I know you've gone mad. But somehow, somehow release Muppets tonight. Oh, my. Uh, you know, I could see going on Disney Plus. But honestly, I want physical because I don't want to I don't want to subscribe to Disney Plus. I don't want to give them more of my money. I, I'm truthfully, folks, I'm still a little uncomfortable with with Disney Plus. I think they've got some some kinks to work out. Well, the problem and, is uh, the problem is I really want to see the Mandalorian. Well, I, I'm, OK, Will it? Oh, they might not release the. D- well, Netflix does. They release DVDs of their show. Will would Disney forego that? Because then they could have a tighter rein on it. But you could then open up your product to people who can't. I don't know. I guess I the know. question is, what way will they make more money? Well, that's just it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, that's just it. Yeah. Um, we've got on off the rails a little bit. It's, um, it's all Muppet related. It is all Muppet related, <laughs> though. It's true. Um, any? Well, I don't know. I guess, uh, is there anything else we want to say about the comic? Uh, I think it's a fine adaptation. It works. Yeah, yeah I think it, it works. works. Uh, again, I truthfully, I liked it a little better than... For the most part, I liked it better than the film. Mm-hmm. I I like the, the sketches and the technical aspects of the film. I like the story and the dialogue better in the comic. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I can go with that. Although I gotta say, uh, they made all those dogs and bears talk, and I kind of liked it when they didn't. <laughs> I like the fact that that Fozzie was just hanging out with like was a bunch of like legitimate bears who were just like, and then and then and then in the musical number they sing. Yeah, actually, <laughs> very true. That and that very I liked. That I liked. Same with the dogs. I just like they were all like, rawr, 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 rawr. and then mm-hmm. and then Ralph was like, he was just working there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like st- the details like that I like better in the movie, um, but. You know, they made it. It's fine. It's not like it's like, oh, like I'd see them talking in the comics. I'm like, this is a deal breaker. <laughs> I am done. Uh, and truthfully, I think I speak for everyone when we're all deeply disappointed we never got to see Gonzo do his stunt on the water skis. I wanted to see it go through. Yeah. 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 Although, comedically, it is hilarious that there was so much setup with zero payoff. <laughs> So, I mean, like, it is funny, <laughs> but man, I would, love, I would love to see this work. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, we were talking about next time. Oh yeah, I was I was looking through a lot of these uh, movie specials and stuff like that, and when I saw it, I knew Steve wouldn't be able to resist. Uh, even though I went through a little, I wrote a few down. I'm like, I'm like yeah, mm-hmm. these ones could be good, absolutely. But uh, but in my heart, I knew which one Steve was going to say. <laughs> I've had a fascination with this film for such a long time, yeah. and not because I really want to see it per se, but I think it's because. I think it's because you have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's Xanadu. Uh, Xanadu, yeah. the, the musical, which by all accounts from what I've heard is not a fantastic film at all. But uh, I'm so fascinated. That is, wow, that is that is a very nice way of putting it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've, 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 read, I've read some stuff up about it, and I'm like, it's just one of those things I just I feel like I got to see. I'm just so immensely curious. Because it really sounds like they put a lot of work into it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and sometimes yeah, train wrecks are just great fun to watch. And that's kind of why I want to see Cats. Be- I'm I'm not at the, that level, Doug. I'm I, not you see, well, the thing the more I hear about how it's just so off the mark, mm. like it's like like such a spectacular failure. The more I'm like, geez, maybe I should watch it. <laughs> it sounds. Sounds like maybe I'll, but then maybe I'll, I'll, I'll leave the theater going like, well, I really wasted my time and money. I don't know. I, I went to see Cats, the, the actual stage production, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, with my wife and my mom. And uh, I'm sitting there in the audience, and I, it's, it was definitely more than halfway through the production. And I lean over to my wife and gently whisper in her ear, what the hell is going on? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, good question. <laughs> yeah, do you watch the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? Uh, yes, I've watched the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. To to join the the uh, the cast of Cats. Um, yeah, yeah. You, you just got you just, you yeah. just sneak up on stage, yeah. just as a cat, and, and then, you say anything that comes to your mind, and then you're in, <laughs> and, then and then you're, you're in. in. <laughs> yeah. I I mean, that, when I saw that, I'm like, I love it. No, yeah, yeah. That's perfect. That's right. The uh, I, I in, fact, say, in fact, in fact, I think it's my favorite joke from the whole series. I think that is my favorite. Oh, it's definitely up there. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I applaud the athleticism and the choreography and the talent it takes to put on cats. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yes, next time, uh, next month we'll be doing Xanadu. Xanadu. I. I don't know what to expect, honestly. No, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. All right. Cool. Well, I guess that's it for uh, for this week, for this month, for this time. That's it this time. Yeah. And uh, I, guess, I guess we'll see you later. Farewell. Keep reading comics. Keep watching movies.
the world will be a happier place. Oh! <laughs> <laughs>